This is Macro Horizons Morning Musings. I'm Ian Lingen, here to bring you our thoughts from the trading desk for Thursday, May 21st, the final full trading session ahead of tomorrow's early close from home. Welcome to BMO COVID-19 Insights. Visit bmocm.com slash COVID-19 for more up-to-the-minute insights. The views expressed here are those of the participants and not those of BMO Capital Markets, its affiliates, or subsidiaries. Today's session picks up in the middle of the continued increase in risk assets with Treasury yields well-contained within the range that's been in place for the last several weeks. This doesn't make for a particularly exciting day in the Treasury market. However, there is some incoming information in terms of economic data that could help further refine the macro narrative. First up, we do have the Philadelphia Fed Index. It's May data, so it will offer some context for the recovery within the manufacturing sector. With all states in some version of reopening, with varying restrictions in place, the risk-on sentiment has the backing of the evolution of the pandemic, if nothing else. Several major cities remain in lockdown, as reaching the CDC guidelines proves elusive even as June quickly approaches. The Trump-China trade war has resurfaced as a major risk to the economic outlook, with exchange listings the newest battleground of note. The tensions might otherwise be old hat at this stage had it not been for the looming presidential elections, which are less than six months away. The COVID-19 outbreak, shutdown, subsequent economic fallout have all overshadowed the campaigning process to be sure, but as reopenings continue to drive optimism and reinforce the it's time to move on sentiment, we anticipate that global trade politics will once again become more relevant. For the time being, however, estimates of the depths of the recession remain topical, and as April data gives way to updated measures from the current month, We'll be eager to see further evidence that the bottom is in, at least in terms of sentiment. The hard data always takes longer to follow. European PMIs released overnight reinforce this dynamic with German and French measures in manufacturing and service sectors bouncing, in most cases, higher than anticipated. To be fair, however, the outright level remains very low and consistent with a contraction, even if there is a collective sense that the most acute drops are behind investors. We're by no means suggesting that there is a potential for an all-clear signal in the foreseeable future, but rather some footing to start the climb back out has been established. Much has been made about the risk of a second wave of infections accompanying the reopening efforts, and while different regions are currently experiencing varying results during the initial stage, This will remain a primary focus throughout the summer. The consensus is anticipating a spike in infections, and with it a second round of pandemic anxiety-driven flight to quality. This much is a base-case scenario. However, the prospects for another complete lockdown are not really priced in, and the damage that that would inflict on risk assets could be significant, to say nothing of the dimming economic outlook in such an eventuality. Given this backdrop, the COVID-19 stats themselves have become secondary in relevance to the response of state and local governments. We'll be closely monitoring any related developments, and while the probability for a lockdown 2.0 appears low at the moment, the evolution of the pandemic will ultimately dictate the outcome. 
the transition into the summer months rekindles the relevance of the seasonal patterns in the treasury market, which have definitively failed to be the driving influence when pitted against the pandemic. The green shoots, which have historically accompanied the beginning of a new year, rapidly withered on the vine as COVID-19 brought the economy to a standstill. As we ponder the post-pandemic market landscape, we're torn between assuming that the seasonals have lost all relevance in the current environment and the notion that the animal spirit's influence has simply been delayed into the third quarter when activity once again reemerges. There will undoubtedly be a tangible degree of reopening optimism once the U.S. economy has ostensibly found its way to the other side. The more relevant unknown is whether or not the S&P 500, north of 2900, has already accounted for the shift in the outlook. The transition of risk-on into higher treasury yields has only occurred within a very tight constraints, and we don't see that changing anytime soon. Said differently, even if stocks were miraculously able to retest the February record highs, the U.S. rates complex most assuredly will not follow suit with two-handle tins. This isn't to say that there won't be accompanying upward pressure on yields, simply that the vast majority of that will be played out in the shape of the curve. This puts 65 to 70 basis points in two's tin squarely back on the table in the event of another material leg higher in risk assets, and it also implies a challenge to the prevailing range in tens, which is 54 to 78 basis points. And with that, this is Ian Lingen signing off. Stay safe, tune in, and stop out. Thanks for listening to Macro Horizons. Please visit us at bmocm.com backslash macrohorizons. We'd love to hear what you thought of today's episode. So please email me directly with any feedback at ian.lingen at bmo.com. Thanks for listening. You can subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite podcast app. For more insights, visit bmocm.com slash COVID-19. This podcast has been prepared with the assistance of employees of Bank of Montreal, BMO Nesbitt Burns, Inc., and BMO Capital Markets Corporation. Together, BMO. Notwithstanding the foregoing, this podcast should not be construed as an offer or the solicitation of an offer to sell or to buy or subscribe for any particular product or services, including, without limitation, any commodities, securities, or other financial instruments. We are not soliciting any specific action based on this podcast. It is for the general information of our clients. It does not constitute a recommendation or a suggestion that any investment or strategy referenced herein may be suitable for you. It does not take into account the particular investment objectives, financial conditions, or needs of individual clients. Nothing in this podcast constitutes investment, legal, accounting, or tax advice, or a representation that any investment or strategy is suitable or appropriate to your unique circumstances or otherwise constitutes an opinion or a recommendation to you. BMO is not providing advice regarding the value or advisability of trading in commodity interests, including futures contracts and commodity options or any other activity, which would cause BMO or any of its affiliates to be considered a commodity trading advisor under the U.S. Commodity Exchange Act. BMO is not undertaking to act as a swap advisor to you or in your best interests, and you, to the extent applicable, will rely solely on advice from your qualified independent representative in making hedging or trading decisions. This podcast is not to be relied upon in substitution for the exercise of independent judgment. You should conduct your own independent analysis of the matters referred to herein, together with your qualified independent representative, if applicable. 
Emo assumes no responsibility for verification of the information in this podcast. No representation or warranty is made as to the accuracy or completeness of such information, and BMO accepts no liability whatsoever for any loss arising from any use of or reliance on this podcast. BMO assumes no obligation to correct or update this podcast. This podcast does not contain all information that may be required to evaluate any transaction or matter, and information may be available to BMO and or its affiliates that is not reflected herein. BMO and its affiliates may have positions, long or short, and affect transactions or make markets, insecurities mentioned herein, or provide advice or loans to, or participate in the underwriting or restructuring of the obligations of, issuers and companies mentioned herein. Moreover, BMO's trading desks may have acted on the basis of the information in this podcast. For full legal disclosure, please visit bmocm.com legal. To access our full disclosures for equity research reports, please visit researchglobal0.bmocapitalmarkets.com slash public disclosure slash.